Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mormonish. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Landon. And this is a very special episode of Mormonish Podcast because we have... We have cake. We have cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's always special when there's cake. We have cake with a number what? One. Number one on it because we are celebrating one year of Mormonish. We really can't believe it, can't we? Who would have thought that long? Yep. And this clearly isn't just one cake. I've had several cakes. Uh, but this is the one we're celebrating with. Okay, podcasting a lot has meant that we have not gone to the gym very That's often. That's right. <laughs> These late nights, I don't get up for the gym. So None of us do, because we're just sitting here talking to you guys, right? Which is awesome. It's a good thing. Yeah. Probably might die of a heart attack, but we're going to be okay. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we thought we'd just do a quick episode just to kind of, um, well, to thank all of you and to just kind of celebrate the fact that we've been able to podcast for an entire year. And I, I know some of you have probably heard our story of how this even began, but we thought we'd tell it real quick and then go over some of the highlights that we feel um, that we've had this entire year. So basically Landon and I started a book club called the Good Book Club. During COVID, we met virtually um, anonymously and we started a book club um, so that post-Mormons, nuance Mormons um, could kind of deconstruct through reading and you know have a community online, a virtual community where they could do that. So we've been running that for over three, three years, years. Yeah. over three years. And it's been really amazing and still going strong. Um, so in the course of doing that, we would invite authors on, we had some amazing guests, we have some amazing book club members and people were saying, well, we want to hear more from these people. And so it was actually Landon's idea. One day he just said, yeah, we said, let's do a, let's do a podcast. Uh, we, a podcast. We'd already been doing, uh, putting our book club online. Right. So we kind of started to learn how to do it. And so right. we decided let's do a podcast and involve our book club members. That's exactly right. And Landon came up with the name. People ask us that all the time. He completely, you know, called me and said, what about Mormon-ish? Because we're all Mormon-ish, you know, raised in the church five decades, both of us and at least. And can't get rid of that and don't yeah. want to. It's, it's who, who right. we are. We're yep. That we're owning it. That's, That's exactly right. right. So we got some really good advice from our friend, Steve Pineker, who said, um, if you're going to podcast, get a mic, you know, get a camera, open your computer and just start talking. I mean, that was it. Yeah. Don't talk about doing it. Nothing like that. Just start talking. So we did. And we're going to show a little clip right here of just a very brief portion of our very first episode and uh, where we just literally did that. We just started talking. So let's watch that for a second. <laughs> Welcome to Mormonish, where we are finding ways to live a joyful life on the other side of Mormonism. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Landon. And this is our very first episode. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're calling it Meet the Mormonishes. I love that. A little pun on... To get us started. That's right. Exactly. No, I love it. So welcome, everybody. The idea for this podcast came about because we started to interact and meet with all kinds of people that are on the other side of Mormonism. And by that, we mean maybe you're a post-Mormon, or maybe you consider yourself an ex-Mormon, or maybe you're a nuanced Mormon and you're still attending church, but you're gravitating toward being involved in other projects. And we thought there are so many wonderful people out there doing so many incredible things. Is there a place where we could talk to these people and learn more about their stories? And we thought, why don't we just start a place like that and call it Mormonish? There you go. And, and I, 
I've met so many neat people since I've got out of the church. And when, you know, when I first left the church, it was very difficult because I, I didn't find community. I couldn't find people who shared the same uh, belief or the same struggles that I had as I was leaving. And once I started finding that community, it, it was so helpful. And so uh, the idea behind Mormonish is that we want to be able to find those people, show what they're doing, show the excitement that they're bringing. They might be doing service. They might be doing activities that uh, that they now have time to do now that they're out of the church. And they might That's be- That's a good point. <laughs> you, you've got that second Saturday now, or they might be growing in, in other ways. And we want to highlight that and, and project that in our in our podcast. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited to meet these people and to, to help other people to see the way to go through uh, that we can thrive after, after Mormonism. No, I love that idea. I'm so excited about it too. And not only talking to people, but also um, talking about topics and subjects that might be relevant to people that are finding life, creating community and moving on after Mormonism. So I think we have a lot of things to cover and I think it's going to be a wonderful journey. I'm super excited. Yeah, I, I think we've all left, you know, we all still have relatives or family or uh, siblings who are still in the church. And so the church is still a big part of our life, even if we may have left it, even if we uh, may be uh, angry at sometimes, uh, we, we still have left it, but it's still a part of our life. And that's why we call this Mormonish, because we're Mormonish. It's always going to be a part of our life. And that's what we want to include in there. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I haven't watched that for a long time. <laughs> that was our first attempt. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. Um, but since then we have just we started to try to make a list, didn't we? Of everybody that's yeah. had on and the things that we've talked about. And it's just been I couldn't I mean, believe it when you were I'm going, we had that many people. I couldn't believe yeah. it either. And the people that agreed to come on. That was yeah. <laughs> even early on. That was really amazing. So we thought we'd just go over just a few things um that we've done in the last year. So um one of the more interesting things I think we did are we've done a series of series, yeah. right? Yeah. Why don't why don't you talk it, about it those? It took us a little while before we got to the series. We were trying to build up, you know, some viewership. Right. But then we started uh, you know, the first one we did was we started with uh uh with BYP, we got mm -hmm. onto some things, but uh, then we started doing our own series. Uh, and the first, the, the one that really went big was, uh, Dr. John Lundwall. And that was just, that's probably been my favorite, uh, episodes have been the ones with him because I've learned so much from him. Just incredible. The things he's come out with that are new that, uh, you know, most people have never even heard or thought of that right. just been amazing. So if you haven't watched the John Lundwall <laughs> episodes, you've got to watch those, Th yeah. those will change your whole view of the book of Mormon and, yeah. and and how that came about yeah and we, and we knew it was important because the apologists right away started to attack us like really bad yeah right from the start yeah <laughs> the materials and us you got suck and, and some of the apologists have actually had uh counter uh gone on other shows, uh, other shows to that try to, yeah. to try to debunk yeah. some of the stuff and 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 john's going to respond to those here in he the is. future that's one of the things we're looking forward to this year yeah he is another fun one was the has been the temple. Um, yeah. The temples in uh, Heber uh, Valley and Cody. Uh, we got involved with that. Uh, a, a viewer uh, mm -hmm. from uh, Cody, Yvonne Chandler, called up and and uh, said, "Hey, have you ever uh, done looked into this?" And so we started right. looking into it, and we went, "Wow, this is yeah. incredible! Well, what's going on up there?" And so we started covering that. And in that time, we've now 
not only have we become very familiar with the lawsuits in, in Cody and the, the process that it's gone through, but we actually got to take a trip up there and yeah. meet the people and tour the town and what a, what a neat little town that is up there. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. And then Heber Valley, we were invited up uh, to Heber Valley mm -hmm. uh, to do uh, that. And we uh, went on with uh, our friends, Lisa uh, Bahash and uh, John Hajni, yeah. uh, who also came on and just did a wonderful job explaining the problems there. Now, obviously, we know the church with its billions of dollars is uh, continuing to uh, change the laws yes. and change the ordinances and get anything they want passed. But uh, these guys are putting up a good fight and that temple series will continue. We'll continue uh, yeah. updating. So and we might even did. have a few new ones uh, because we've been made aware of a few other issues with some other temples that we will probably be going to have to launch a new channel, like a, a Mormonish temple, temple channel. Launch. We do. We have people calling us all the time now going, well, what about our temple? You know? yeah. And again, it's just interesting to see the process and the way that the the church kind of works when a temple is going to come in. In some places, it's just fine. It meets the zoning requirements. Yeah. It's in a neighborhood. Everyone's happy. In a lot of places, there are some issues. And they seem to call in favor of their memberships, uh, you know, to start yeah. asking those who are members to yeah. uh, to, to yeah. get to change the processes. Yeah, so. so that's interesting. And then I think the big one that, oh, my gosh, is ongoing <laughs> is the Tim Ballard OUR you know, we've just done multiple episodes on that because uh, I don't think that'll ever end. I don't Things, think that'll end for quite a while. I mean, there, it, it just weeks ago, so yeah. much came out on that, and we did some podcasts on that. Yeah. It, it's just a lot. So, and we had uh, the wonderful Reverend uh, Laura Robinson on for some of those, and also Dr. Monique Dewar, who Durr, who had actually um, worked in the OUR CrossFit gym office. So, those are interesting episodes to and check out. And one of the fun things about this is it hasn't been just doing the series, but getting to know these yeah. people. We we uh, are doing so many things with these people now because they've yeah. just become friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, in fact, what did you say last night? My phone was sitting on the table and you said, your phone's blowing up, you know, and I looked at it and it is former guests, collaborators, people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I all of a sudden my phone is blowing up, you know, with new information, yeah. whatever. So, and speaking of uh, collaborators, collaboration is another really fun thing that we didn't really, I mean, we couldn't really predict what would happen with Mormonish, but this has been one of the really exciting parts. I think um, being able to do a, a collaboration with somebody, um, our first one that we ever did, as Landon alluded to, was with Carrie Shirts, the Backyard Professor. And we went on his show and then he said, hey, Let's go through the gospel topic essays one by one, you know, and there are 15, 15, 15 or so, of them. Yeah. yeah. So we've knocked out probably six, six or, or so. Or yeah. So about maybe twice a month, once a month, we are on Carrie's show, The Backyard Professor, which, by the way, is on a new um in a new place now, kind of removed from Mormon discussions. He's on his own now. And we go on and we just talk about a gospel topic essay. And sometimes we'll have a guest on if it's somebody that's relevant to the topic. So, and then of course we repurpose it and we also put it out on Mormonish for everybody to find. So that is so fun, that yeah. collaboration. We love that. And we also collaborate with the Mormon News Roundup and our friend DVs, which is really fun. I go on there every first Sunday to talk about the news. Landon's maybe like every other uh, month. Sometimes we're both on, but that's a really fun collaboration. And that's an awesome channel, the Mormon News Roundup, if you have not checked that out before, because they do a weekly 
rundown of everything that's happened in the world of Mormonism. So every Sunday night at 7.30. It's like so. 60 minutes of Mormonism. It is. Yeah. It is. I know. Carrie is every Sunday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, Mormon News Roundup is every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, and then, of course, our good friend, Steve Pinecker over at Mormon uh book and media reviews. I go on there quite often. We often do things together. And so that's a really fun collaboration that we kind of share guests back and forth, share information. So I love that. I just love how there's not competition. I mean, of course, yeah. everybody wants to have a good episode and have something come out first, but we've come across things that were like, you know what, this is good, but I know who could do this better. Yeah. Or this isn't us. Yeah. Or this isn't us. And then you pass on the tip and people have done that to us too. So mm -hmm. I've been really pleasantly surprised and happy that, you know, the bigger podcasters, everybody's so generous and wonderful and they'll, they'll collaborate with us, which is great. So a lot of the things that we tend to talk about our episodes have to do with scholarship mm -hmm. scholarship issues why don't you go through some of our wonderful guests there yeah we've had some we've had some really important people from you know the post mormon world simon southerton oh, came on gosh. to talk about uh, membership numbers and yeah. all called in all the way from australia yeah uh what a what a fun guy to talk to um also uh dr thomas murphy mm. he came on uh, to do dna with us with the backyard professor yeah. and he's we've been able to uh, get some information we have anytime we have questions on uh, Native American yep. issues. Uh, we go right to him and yep. he's been able to direct us in a lot of places. Really a great guy. Yeah. Um, RFM. Uh, oh, yes. This was a really yeah. exciting one about the, he did a podcast on the Nauvoo Expositor and section 132 mm -hmm. and the correlation there. And it was an audio podcast and both Landon and I went, this needs to be seen, you know, because everything mentioned in the expositor was found in 132. It was really a smoking gun. Mm -hmm. I felt of having it be you know, a document that predates Joseph Smith's death, because some people do question, you know, was that added later, you know, people yeah. that are polygamy deniers. So we, <laughs> we contacted our family, like, if we make you slides, will you come on our show? <laughs> we got to be the, 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 the really, test bed, the guinea pig. So yep. if you watch that episode with RFM, it's very funny, because he's going through it, and then he'll go, oh, typo, that's wrong, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Which we were happy to fix because then he was able to take those slides on Mormon stories and, and then Sunstone. eventually to Sunstone. So that's what I'm talking about with collaboration. The important thing is to get this information to the people that, that can benefit from whatever it. Channel. And, yep, from whatever channel it's going to come. So ooh, talk about the next one. That was, that was oh, an yeah. early e one. Everett Bassett was actually, we did Everett Bassett before we ever even started mm -hmm. Mormonish. We met him at Mountain Meadows Massacre mm -hmm. uh, site, and he was an archaeologist who was out there with the victims of the family on the day we were right. out there, and we got talking to him. And he said, oh, I know where the bodies are buried. And Literally. we were like, yeah, <laughs> we were like, what? Uh, he said, they're not under, you know, they're not all under the Karen. And so uh, he came onto the book club and did a, a an episode with us, and we posted it there, and it did you know did a couple hits, but then we gave it to someone I can't remember uh, who we gave the link to. It to the playwright De Deborah Three, yeah, yeah, I think it went yeah. there, and all of a sudden it started getting thousands of views, and so we moved it over to Mormonish, right. and it got thousands of more people really enjoyed that, and uh, that was just to find that we were at Mount Meadows and yeah. talked to really someone, and someone. all of a sudden uh, we had a, a an episode that's yeah. just incredible where he shows. Yeah where the bodies are currently buried and how uh, he was able to track that down. Mm -hmm. So very kind of a mystery that he solved, kind of an archaeological mystery. That's so right. that was a great one. So 
Um, we've done Elder Igloo, mm -hmm. who people may not be familiar with yet. We uh, have not released his episode. It should be coming out uh, maybe just before this yeah, or right after it. Out, uh, yeah. But uh, it's uh, it's Book of Abraham. He's mm -hmm. done a lot of research on the Book of Abraham and the background and how we know that it wasn't um, that it that they were actually attempting to translate the book of Abraham, yeah. that it was not a loose translation yep. or any of the other items that they want to try to try to argue. Yeah. And so we'll be presenting that as yeah. well. No, and he has an incredible slide presentation because everyone knows, you know, there's something about the book of Abraham, but they, it's hard to, you know, yeah, you really have to dig in. He did a there good job. There is so much information. It really accessible, I thought, to everybody. Yeah. So, ooh, and then one of our favorites, Colby Reddish, Colby, right? That yeah. was incredible talking about, um, what did he talk Epistemology. Epistemology, and, yeah. yeah. Some of the arguments of how things that you <laughs> get a stronger testimony when things can contradict what you That's think. Uh, Gosh darn it. That's yeah. right. Oh, that was a great one. Ooh, and then one of our very favorite uh scholarship collaborators, our good friend who we met through the book club, yeah, Ron Jorgensen, who talked about uh Utah politics. We did that was really an interesting if you yeah. have, don't know how Utah became a state and how involved they yeah. are in politics, that was really so a got great that one. Episode, uh, yep. Yeah, especially uh now. November time frame election month. Yep. Uh, now, yeah. And and we're starting to see the politics play into this Tim Ballard so issue we as oh well. Gosh, um, yeah. and then he also did one on uh Emma Emma Smith. Smith and polygamy and the jealousies and, the, yeah, and that kind of issues. So that. yeah, that's exactly right. So so scholarship, that's a big one. We love that. And then tackling social issues. Mm -hmm. We do have, you know, things that come up. We try to be kind of timely. One of our favorite people and episodes that we just recently released is the amazing Rob Lauer, who, you know, is a playwright. Um, was a BYU student in the 80s in the theater department. He also directed the Mormon, or sorry, the Hilcomora pageant for years and years. And, you know, during his um, interview, he mentioned what it was like to be on campus at BYU in the 80s during the LGBTQ witch hunt days. You know, we've heard about that, like electroshock mm -hmm. therapy, all of that. And he mentioned that he lived in a house off campus um, with other male theater students in the same situation and their experiences. And I kind of just on the side, like I ask everyone, would you ever want to be on a podcast? Well, this episode I'm sure has already aired and they were, and that was just one of the most powerful, emotional, powerful, yeah, you know, so we'd like to thank um, Blaine Marrow, Mitch Hudson, Roger Bean, and Mark Wilson uh, for coming on for that one. Yeah, because, boy, that was really that, impactful. That yeah. was a, yeah, that was something. I think we're still thinking about that one. So um, we've had our good friend, Melissa, on, haven't we? Melissa's from the book club times. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and she's talked about some different issues uh, with LGBT. LB, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she's been very involved with yep. that as well. And, yep. and so very strong. And then yep. our good friends, Nan and oh, Rod Osborne. That's yes. right. Yeah, they have been on too. And there were some of our early guests. You know, they, I think, were ones where we were like, oh my gosh, they're so big and they'll come on. You yeah. know, remember that? And, and that we've gotten to know them personally yeah, and done wonderful. Thrive events with yep. them and stuff and really they're fun very people. Very involved in yeah, Thrive. Very good That's people. Right. So, so, and then sort of not planned current events happen all the time. And we're like, we've got to jump on this. We've got to find out what this is. So that takes up a lot of our time. Huh? Some of these other ones we can plan in advance, but these are like, oh my gosh, yeah, if we don't on. podcast at one o'clock this morning, we're not going to get this out. Yeah, yeah. Late <laughs> nights with the current events. And Let's go through some of the recent current well, events. Well, other than we... Tim Ballard, because that's almost become a series at yeah. this point. There's been so many weird things with yeah, that. But, uh... <laughs> we just had no 
say we can't leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. Save each other. No, I know other people are going to cover this. Yeah. We're like, but you know what? We want to cover it too. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So uh, just recently, we had Randy Bell come on talk about faith yeah, matters. Uh, the Restore Conference. Yeah, That's very right. very interesting. That was super. Uh, cool. Brother Jones, uh, yeah. who came in and talked about Thailand and the incident in Thailand in mm -hmm. conjunction with the uh, Thailand Temple being dedicated. Yeah, that's right. Uh, James uh, Hoff Hines uh, mm -hmm. came on Jody Hildebrand and 12 step program. He'd actually been a uh, facilitator, facilitator yeah. during that. And yeah. so that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, these are the ones you found. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People, if you remember that documentary about the Duggar family, and we had some of the people who had uh, kind of survived the Bill Gothard uh, um, homeschooling and all of that. So we had Lindsay and Chad from that. That was a really that was good fun instrument. to talk because they had almost oh identical gosh. experiences to yeah. most post Mormons uh, yeah. inside that uh, yeah. evangelical Christian type. Yeah, of very movement. different words for things, but the yeah. same. Same thing. We even yeah. saw how they raised the politicians through to get people yeah. elected, just like we see in the church yeah. happening. So the same kind of strategies. Yeah, yeah that was the a good same episode. Strategy. I'm going to rewatch that one. Yeah. That was good. Uh, uh, Sam Young. Oh, my wow. goodness. When he agreed to come on. Yeah. We were just like, wow, Sam Young. I was doing some of this. Yeah. Starstruck with that. Yeah. But when the when the announcement um, in, in Great Britain came out about, you know, the child protection, we thought, who else? Would be able to talk about this and through our friend ian wilkes connected to him and he was able to come on and we talked about what that meant we talked about his journey you know trying to get some kind of child protection you know in place here and and shining a spotlight on youth interviews so yeah that was incredible yeah. i i just still can't believe i kind of have him on my messenger and i can like message him every once in a while no he was really a a, a fun fun person yep. to talk to um he was Nigel Kennett, he's kind of what helped start Mormonitia, yep. I think, because of yep. the Canadian yep. tithing scandal yep. where they were taking all the money and filtering it yep. through BYU to get it back into the U.S. Yep. And he'd blown a whistle on kind of the Canadian version yep. of 60 Minutes. And, and we didn't feel he was getting a fair yes. shake uh, because uh, here in the U.S. And so right. we... Well, it's interesting because I discovered him on Reddit as I often, this is how I discovered yeah on reddit yeah. this is how i discovered read it a lot in the middle of the night looking for people and things but i found somebody on reddit that said i'm so proud of uh my husband and the tithing you know kind of blowing the whistle and i wrote this person and said are you connected to this thing? they connected me to the amazing nigel kennett i did not have mormonish yet so i put nigel on another platform that was more of a nuanced yeah. platform and you know landon kind of watched it and said well that was good but it was through the filter of a very nuanced point of view, you know, maybe like even having somebody on to refute what Nigel had said. And Landon sort of started thinking, well, where's the platform that we could put someone yeah. on like that to really tell the story from a more post-Mormon? He was a post-Mormon. And that is kind of how you yeah. kind of came up with Mormon. And she yeah. said, we should do something on our own. So shout out to Nigel. He kind yeah. of, that whole experience gave us the idea of let's put together our own platform where we can, you know, kind of say things in the way that, the way that we'd like to say things. it and, yeah. and our audience Hopefully, would want to yeah. hear that way. And that's why they follow us. So, all right, let's see. Yeah, that was good. And then, um, oh, other podcasters yeah, that come on. That. Yeah, we have, we had uh, Kara Burrell on to, uh, to talk about her uh, new um, undertaking of her own platform and Nuance Ho. Oh, we've had Jim Bennett and Ian Wilkes on for Inside Out. These are all, everything that we mentioned here, these are really good. Like we hope, yeah. there's so much content, I know that, but we hope that you'll <laughs> check out some of these other ones. 
Um, the wonderful Scott Dyer. That was hilarious because he baked a cake. Yeah, he did. We should, we should have had him make one for us. This looks better. Ruminations, uh, which is yep. under Mormon discussions, I believe, still. Um, Kyle Bishop, oh. Beyond God and Religion. That was a really, really How to good talk one. to folks. How to have conversations. With, yeah. with your... Uh, believing Faithful family members family. yeah that was really, really good. good strategies on that and then who else did we have uh nathan smith oh. with mind makes this world yeah. i think he's kind of backed off a little since he's he's in graduate school i believe <laughs> right now folks so. a lot and yeah. just you know has some wonderful you know and he had he had come to book club and led us in some meditations yeah. yes right. and buddhist meditations. so he's just a wonderful person just wonderful insights and his podcast is really yeah good, he was so. an apologist at like age 16 or something like that for fair mormon yeah. at age 16 he was like a lot of people rfm no rfm was not at fair i always yeah. get that mixed Carrie up was it there. was there yeah. who was it oh my gosh he'll never let me hear the end of that <laughs> now okay um Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller Anthony came Miller. on. Yeah. He has life after deconstruction. Of course, one of our favorites. Renee Who is it? Renee. Yes. Yeah, she's wonderful. Gotten to be good friends with Renee. Yep. Well, and she became Visible Podcast. She's incredible. And then, of course, um, Marty Lynn Nilsson, who has um, Where Will You Go? And she was also one of our very first people that we talked to about family relationships. Mm -hmm. It was the holidays. It was a year ago. How to talk to family members or even interact with family members when we you're TBN. Marty Lynn at a Thrive. Yeah, she joined the book club and then jumped on board with coming on Mormon. So started her podcast about started, that same yeah, time. She's yeah. under Mormon discussions with with Bill Real over there, so in RFM. So and then of course Bill Real with Mormon discussions yeah. and all of his many undertakings that he does, and he came on and talked about all kinds of things, including psychedelics. And yeah, yeah. it was a really interesting episode that he came yeah. on. That was wonderful. He, he, provided a lot of support yeah. and gave us some yeah. you know hey call if you have questions yeah. and whatnot so yeah that's what i mean about all these podcasters yeah. like there's not this competition you know i mean there is competition is healthy yeah you know because it motivates you but then there's just incredible support that you can yeah. call anybody and say what about this or how would you handle this you know you're more seasoned than we are or often we'll ask is it legal if we mentioned this because I mean, yeah. we're always nervous about that you know can you talk about this or, yeah, or how this? do you so, guys handle this? how do you guys yeah. handle that situation so those have been really fun and then we also like to do if somebody has an event coming up or something we love to have them on to just promote it to do what we can and also to make all of you aware of amazing things that are happening so um deborah 3d um she is a former u of u professor she is a playwright and she put on an incredible play in Salt Lake about Mountain Meadows. And we just kind of came across her, discovered her. I believe that's available online somewhere now too through the Entrada Institute. Um, but she was just a wonderful, wonderful guest to have on um, to get this take on Mountain Meadows Massacre from someone who's not LDS, but has lived here in the Mormon community for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So she has a very interesting take on that. Um, one of the first people that we ever discovered and promoted was Jeff Pingree. The amazing Jeff that Pingree. Was, That's right. That was one of our kind of pivotal experiences yeah, you, early on. You watched we, it on we found Amazon. Movie, the right? Return of Elder Pingree, um, memoir of a departed, was it departed Mormon? Yes. Yeah, departed. I always confuse lapsed and departed, but it was departed. And I'm like, this is incredible. And again, getting brave, I just messaged Jeff Pingree on Facebook. He never checks Facebook. And one day, ding. He writes back, this started this whole journey with Jeff, who's mm -hmm. now been on many other podcasts. We had a screening of his movie, which is a movie, a doc. He's a, he's an Emmy award winning, winning yeah. documentary um, uh, filmmaker anyway. 
Um, but uh, this movie, this documentary was about his experience on his mission back in the 80s. And so good. If you haven't looked, go on Amazon, Return of Elder Pingree. Look it up. It costs like $2, yeah. think, right? And so we actually brought him here, brought the movie here to Brewbies in Salt Lake. We had a screening That's in conjunction with people. Mormon Book Reviews. That's right. See Pinecker. Those episodes are all out there. And that was absolutely amazing. We met so many other people. I think that's where we met BYP that night. Yeah, so. that's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> it's connected. Yep. So he's been an incredible friend um, of, of Mormonish, which is wonderful. Um, oh, Fresh King Benjamin, mm -hmm. Ben Brown. We got to meet him. He has shows. We often will have him on to promote when those are coming up to let everybody yep. know. So that's really got to fun. go to his show. Uh, yep. The first one he did. Yes. And then Brent Bacher. Uh -huh. Yeah. If you've heard of our Ronald's Little Factory, that movie, we've gone to several screenings of that and love to promote that because he circles. It's, he takes it all over, I think, and he's in different film festivals, but he brings it back to Salt Lake, yeah. the roots, right? Because yeah. it's about a somebody who's about to go on his mission and he cannot stop himself from doing what everybody does anyway. And so he handcuffs <laughs> himself to the bed as per instructions from the pamphlet from Marky Peterson. And then all hell breaks loose. But yeah. it's, a, it's a very interesting. And I think he's about to put that out on the internet. So that if little, you're yeah. not somewhere where you can't go to the theater, you'll be able to watch that. Yep, you will. So On uh, YouTube, I think. Yep. Ooh, and then we have a play that was last summer, The Good, yeah, Shepherd, Good Shepherd, with Chris Metz and David Nolan. And that was interesting. So, yeah. and I think they have other things in the works, but it was about tithing. So, and I don't know if that's available online anywhere, but that was yeah. They uh, the produced it once, but is, the soundtrack the is the, on Spotify to the, the Good Shepherd. Yeah, it was kind of a trial run that they did, yep. and uh, yeah, that was see amazing. If that comes out, and then our good friend Bill one of our started, and, yeah. Yes, that's right, and he started Ally Parent Apparel, which is um, apparel that can well exactly what it says, an Ally Parent, and it's yeah. you know all kinds of different apparels that you can you know show yeah, your and support. He's so. given us some merchandise to give out. It's several of the events and That's stuff right. he so, has. so yeah. yeah as i read through this list i'm just like how did this even happen yeah i know i mean one year ago we didn't know anybody any of yeah. these people we'd seen some of them on podcasts or we knew who they were but we didn't have them on speed dial <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is amazing um human interest is another category isesn't it that yeah. we tend to dive into so that's really fun yeah, with uh, Lila too, oh, which she's been really fun to yeah, get to know. We got awesome. to go up to uh, Sundance with her yeah. a couple weeks ago and uh, uh, had dinner with her a couple mm -hmm. times and uh, really a nice, uh, yeah, we really love Lila. And she, she yeah. that's a big episode. A lot of people were interested. She's yeah. a general authority's daughter, uh, uh, daughter, um, and was able to explain uh Harmon Rector Jr. Mm -hmm. is her father and her experience yep. being raised as a, a general authority's yep. daughter. That was interesting. And then one of our best friends, yeah. uh, Liz Phillips. Yeah. Uh, what, a, what a great uh, woman <laughs> she is, uh, who a uh, survivor of two cults. Uh, she yeah. was uh, uh, born into a, a polygamous family. Her right. father was the prophet of the AUB. Her yeah. grandfather, grandfather was, was Rulon Allred, Allred yeah. who was so uh, executed by another rival. Right. Yeah, and, stuff on that i'm yeah. getting some information yeah, we've been, i told you just yesterday i got I some information yeah. on that yeah i think we might have to look into that more but yeah she's amazing we actually met her because we shot thought she was someone else yes she was at another thrive event and we were trying to make contact with someone else and we saw her like i think that's her and landon goes up and he doesn't come back for a long time the rest of us were in a group and we're like oh it must be her he's talking to her and he motions us over and it's like oh no yeah. it's her so she's become a really good friend we really love liz yeah. 
Yep. That was, she's, she's been on a couple of times and on other podcasts too, yeah. just to share her very interesting story of growing up in polygamy. Yeah. So, um, Todd Mark, who is a friend of my husband's from the mission field, um, who was a BYU student return missionary, and then suddenly gets kidnapped in Colombia. He was not a missionary at the time he was a return missionary. He'd gone back to visit and do some bird watching. He was kidnapped for several months yeah. by the FARC. So we just thought, what an interesting human interest story, you know, yep. his experience there and and just uh, trying to navigate and survive that. So that's that's a really interesting one. And then, oh, this one, this one's very recent with our new friend, Autumn, Autumn right? Yeah, and, and and that's not her actual name, but uh, yeah. Autumn came on to talk about grooming and, and experience she had being mm -hmm. groomed uh, in the church yeah. and uh, very powerful. Yeah. Uh, and Boy. that one... Uh, it will be airing and uh yeah, yeah it, it may have already aired by the time this aired i think but yeah. yeah so if it's already aired you you'll know who we're talking about yeah. that was that was quite the episode and, and and like landon said people do just reach out with their story you know sometimes to us and just say i'm ready to tell it now you know for the first time or i think your platform is a place i could tell it i would feel comfortable here and we're so honored when that happens yeah. you know we're so honored if it's something that we feel is good to bring to our viewers and and something that's and good. if you're someone who has reached out and we haven't gotten back to you that's <laughs> that's okay we we're uh we're getting there we have quite a few people who do that and we're trying to get trying to get through there uh, and with all the breaking stories that come out that we have to push things back we don't quite get back uh, all the time at the as quickly as we would like. I know. So. I always joke about. Well, if we didn't have regular jobs, yeah, like if we, we just do this. Yeah, time then we can do it. <laughs> we but do it. It's like, are you off work? I'm off work. Okay, let's, let's do, do it. Yep. Yeah. It's rough. So, um, oh, books. Since our origin is from a book club, mm -hmm. we do sometimes have people come on to talk about books, or sometimes we'll have a book in book club that we talk about that we want to continue sure. talking about it. Yeah. So, one of our favorite people, Spencer Anderson. You may know him as. Professor Spencer Anderson, who has been on Mormonism Live and Mormon Stories. He's an accounting professor to talk about everything to do with the SEC. And I was really proud to be able to connect him with the widow's might so he can kind of be the face of the widow's might and get that information out to all of you. So he actually began as one of the OG members of our book club. He was one of the very first people that zoomed in the very first meeting, and he has been a friend ever since. And of course, also now a friend of Mormonish. So we had him on to talk about nothing to do with accounting, right? Um, but the book, How to Be Perfect yeah. um, by the creator of The Good Place and just some of his- How to um, be, ethical be ethical without yeah. a church, basically. Because everybody yeah. asks that question, right? Oh, you've left. How will you possibly have morals? Yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Nobody I haven't- in the history obviously. of the world has had morals if they're not a yeah. member of a church. Yes. You have morals, you know, just because you're, anyway, let's, these are not episodes. These are you're not, not getting yes. into it. <laughs> But we get to talk, we get to call Spencer anytime we yeah. have an issue. He's helped yeah. us on so many of the financial where yeah. we say, how can we find out about this yeah. or how do we, and, yeah. and he points us in the right direction. So we really appreciate Spencer. Exactly. Like the uh, episode that we did about the first America's museum and mm -hmm. the donation from the church that was given back. Yeah. And we were able to call him and say, what would this look like in terms of, you know, reporting, financial reporting? How would you do this? So yeah, it's kind of like having a accounting professor in your back yes, it on is. Speed yes, it is. so that's nice so let's see what other books oh lorelei k that's right from mormon to mermaid yeah <laughs> went through that book and yep. then she came on did she an, an episode that's uh, right, then yeah. we had kelsey reynolds kelsey who, with a children's book a children's book where do we go after we die yeah uh, that, that was the 
really, really good. Yep. Yep. Oh, and one of our other favorite guests who was an early guest from the book club, yep. Dr. Del Rey. Now he runs Recovering from Found from religion foundation and that's international that's not connected mm -hmm. to mormonism that's any religion and they have a hotline that you can call anytime day or night that's staffed and they get a lot of mormons that call in mm -hmm. and just say i just left my church what do i do so he kind of has this big picture of religion and he wrote a very pivotal book called sex and god how religion ruins sexuality and he you know so he studies all religion and sexuality how it's impacted by being raised in a high demand high control religion and he came across <laughs> the little factory talk <laughs> by boyd k packer and he thought it was a joke at first and then he heard back from other mormons oh no this is part of what we study this i mean maybe not now no. i think they've retired it but back in the day this unfortunately really negatively influenced so many people he put a whole chapter in his book about it because he could not believe it and he said that by far mormons suffer more shame and and more dysfunction they were last in just about every category <laughs> from you know the way that that your sexuality is manipulated yeah. from a very young age so that is a really good book um sex and god how religion distorts sexuality and just his platform recovering from religion is really interesting and he's written so, the god virus uh, the god virus so you might be familiar with that which we're reading that, in the club yeah, in a couple really minutes so, really great yeah, guy he's a really good guy comes on whenever we ask him um and then uh in terms of books we did our own episode on D. Michael Quinn's Early Mormonism and the Magic Worldview mm -hmm. because we thought that was such an important book. And that's kind of a Halloween episode dressed up in Halloween costumes. But if you ever thought about reading that book, um, but it's like so daunting. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a hard read. It's so hard we tried read. to make it an easier it's read. Fun. Yep. Fun with <laughs> have it. some fun. Yeah. Uh, so it's important yeah. to understand that information. So Yep. So books. Um, and then I think just notable episodes that stood out to us. There, there were several, I think. Yeah, we did uh, the priesthood ban, which was, uh, mm -hmm. I did the research for that. And that was really interesting to find out uh, that the priesthood ban didn't just happen. It wasn't just a revelation. There, It was years and years in the work, politics, so many infighting between infighting. the apostles, yeah. uh, uh, trying to skew the vote to yeah. get it so it could pass. Uh, very interesting. Oh, the hospital. We know we'd vote against it. Let's, Let's vote, vote now. now. Yeah. If you ever thought it was a church, studying something like that, where you see the poly the politics yeah. and the lobbying behind it, and the you know just if you think yeah. God is revealing it to the minds yeah. of His apostles and they're all no. voting in unison, that is not what's happening. That's an awesome uh, episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Oh. When the return of Elder Brophy. This was inspired by, of course, the return of Elder Pingree. And this is Landon digging into his mission letters and journals. It was really an interest. It was an early on episode. Yeah, yeah that, that was interesting. That video by Jeff really uh, impacted me. It got me looking through my journals and uh, realizing that I had se several uh, uh, similar experiences. Yeah. So I, yeah. I said, well, let's do an episode yeah. about that. Because, uh, uh, and so that was kind of more of a personal one for me. Yeah, it was just a way for me to, to maybe uh, look, look back and see mm -hmm. my experiences through my eyes 20, 30 years yeah. later. So I'll yeah. tell you the one thing that stood out from that is you're writing in your journals. You've only been in the MTC for two days. And you're already writing. I feel such shame. <laughs> and I'm like, for what? For and I didn't know what. The system has him there and he's writing how ashamed he is, yeah. you know, and he's got to try to make up and he's, and there was, there was nothing to me that, I mean, it's, we're, we're laughing, but it's tragic yeah. because this is still happening to missionaries every day every as day. we speak that that's, you get in that system and you instantly 
feel yeah. you have no worth for, for some reason yeah. you're, you're not worthy and and then it goes through how the mission tries to change you yeah. and uh and and yeah. so several journal entries about i can't do this yeah. it's, they're trying but, to change me and i'm not willing to change like that yeah. it's the final one and it was like six yeah. months before you left and you just said that's it i will not change yeah and there you go and here he is now on the podcast yeah because so. <laughs> i <laughs> didn't change evidently <laughs> another 40 years but you know it's okay that's right <laughs> The SEC fine. That was a big oh, one when the know, SEC yeah, came out. A couple. We did two that episodes yeah. on that. We did uh, the sixty the minutes, sixty yeah. minutes SEC one, and then we yeah. did one on the SEC that really was a big one for us because uh, in it we went through that uh, this was not a new incident that this has right. been happening in the church ever since the beginning. Yeah, and what. I think one of the most powerful slides we had was the one that had all of the uh, prophets. And like and, the first yeah. six were under an indictment uh, federally, yeah. the first six prophets, and then so many of the uh, apostles that have been indicted uh, over time for yeah. fraud and for various uh, schemes that they'd yeah. been uh, doing. So that was very powerful uh, to us as well. Yeah. Then we had a few fun ones from uh, uh, BYU addresses and whatnot. Uh, we'd see a talk that yeah. would just go, that's really weird. Like Brad Wilcox and the cruise ship. If you remember that, where he said, we're not the passengers, we're the crew. We're working. You know, it was yeah. some kind of strange metaphor. So, you know, we kind of tongue in cheek did that. Um, Kyle McKay, the church historian, gave an address where he talked about uh, finding answers is not the solution to gospel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some of this logic, we're just like, we have to address this just a little bit. Sorry. And yeah. got to call that one out for what it is. We did. So we did that. Um, when somebody put out a, a podcast on some of the bigger post-Mormon podcasters and how much money they're making off of podcasting, we absolutely had to weigh in on that. And so we got copies of financials. It's an episode called Attacked. Um, because of course, if you're, if this is your job or you're, you know, you're part-time, you deserve to be compensated mm -hmm. in a reasonable way. And we found that everybody in the post-Mormon world was being reasonably compensated. And it was really the pot calling the kettle black because there was sure a lot of money flowing. They're raising tens apologies. of millions of dollars yeah. for apologetic yeah. sites. And, uh, yeah. and, and I'm here to testify, you do not make money <laughs> as post-Mormon podcasters. Uh, that's by a discount cake, discount like cake. It was on sale and it expires tomorrow. <laughs> we got to eat it today. That was part of the deal. <laughs> I know, I should reveal this, right? Everyone's going to go, they're not who we thought we'd make. We, we thought they were right. No, they're just uh, so low level. So Yeah, we don't have but, salmon and filet mignon. We have yeah, expiring cakes from cake Smith's. <laughs> another episode, you know, when Book of Mormon Central was having an apostle come to speak at a fundraiser, we kind of dug into that. And and then we were we were a, a very generous benefactor to Mormonish. We do have wonderful people that, that mm -hmm. do donate bought us tickets and then the tickets were taken back and then they were given back and then eventually we were told we couldn't, couldn't attend come. um uh, because they thought we would cause a problem or something and then we went on radio free mormon and talked about that whole situation so that's yeah. an interesting which we had no intention watch. of doing until no. they withdrew again yeah. uh our invitation yeah, so. just looking for people that could probably address john lundwell stuff weren't we yeah we, we were, were trying to meet some of the apologists and some of the other scholars because they all weighed in online 
on John Lovell. We wanted to do some peer review yeah. and meet some people who yeah. could do that. And, but nobody uh, will but, come on. But I've nobody would. Yeah. A lot of different people. Yeah, so. pathologists are not willing to engage in that. So. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a funny interest. Oh, Landon um, spearheaded the one on um, the Virgin Mary, Virgin right? Mary. That was a really yeah, interesting one. We did one, one about Christmas her and yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. So just any topic that kind of, you know, we have so many topics like that that we have half prepared and then. Tim Ballard does something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so a whole list, said, uh, ready to go. Um, BYU honor code. When they changed yeah. that, we came out with something like that because having worked at BYU before having been, I was going to say a victim of the honor code, having been under the auspice <laughs> of the honor code, you were a victim and <laughs> employee, you know, it was interesting to see the changes that they made because boy, I'm telling you when they came out with that, no double piercing on your ears, a woman I worked with, right there in the office she ripped that other piercing out i mean and i that that kind of made me go how interesting that someone can say something and you literally change what you're you know yeah yeah, but i wasn't to the point yet where i would see that that was really wrong i was just kind of curious about it at that point so um did we cover all of those oh oh near-death experiences i think that's one of our most underviewed ones for uh importance i think a lot of people don't understand the importance of that but we try to tie in uh, how these near-death experiences with the movie that just came out mm-hmm. after death um, and how all of these groups that we're seeing, the Daybells, uh, uh-huh. uh, Tim Ballard, Joe Tom, Julie Harrison. Rowe, Tom Harrison, how stay family that just kidnapped their son. All of these people are having head. these NDEs and then they become experts and everyone's following them mm-hmm. because of these near-death experiences. So we go over uh are these from god uh you know aftermath tries to make the argument that oh yes we know this is proof or you know death. after death I, know, I can't ever say the title right. uh, what i call you it said aftermath oh aftermath after, after aftermath of after death the aftermath of after death uh <laughs> is that so we we uh, just went through the science of what uh, pe- what scientists are telling us right. how these uh, happen and that these are not uncommon and that they happen across all cultures and all religions yeah um and so if you haven't caught that one that's an interesting one to to go back and see yeah i think so too because i think i think um people don't realize even if even if like say tim ballard did not have a near-death experience he was highly influenced by people that did and he gave them great credibility and power over let him let, let them direct what he was doing as yes. other people do and so, and that seems to be a hallmark of having an NDE is that then you, you know, are very close to the spirit world. You know, you have special powers that can influence others and people are influenced. You by have them. special so, inside information, which is why we need to debunk that. And we need to say, no, this yeah. is an experience that people have, but it is not what you think it is. And you do not need to give any kind of special credence yeah. to somebody that's had one, because what did we learn? Like 40% of cardiac arrest patients that yeah. are resuscitated have had one. Yeah. I mean, it really is more common now that resuscitation, you know, yeah, absolutely. in place. So, and then we had our very first episode that we showed a little yeah. clip of, and that was meet the Mormonishes where we're just like, huh, it's us. A- talk to you. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> people? I know. So, and I know we've left some out. We have, we couldn't possibly go over all of them. So, you know, to all the other guests that we had on that we didn't mention by name, I mean, you know who you are and you know that it was very meaningful to have you on. And we just appreciate your, gosh, your expertise or your openness or your vulnerability or your willing to willingness to share, or it's Take just Take a amazing. chance on us because nobody knows who we are. Yep. 
too big on that's right and in that vein i would also like to say like we mentioned at, at the top of this episode just the other podcasters mm-hmm. that were so supportive i mean i was trying to make a list it's so long that i couldn't even but i mean john delin of course he mentions mormonish all the time i mean he's just so wonderful and and i get the chance to be on his show every once in a while and um, running the mormon stories book club and he's just so incredibly supportive of our podcast you know and i'll send him episodes and he's like great job you guys this was amazing and you know we do ask him questions and the same for bill real like like Len and said he's available to us if we have especially tech questions you know like when he said you're that male yeah and it's like now. okay tell us how <laughs> so yeah, steve heinecker of course i have to say from the very beginning you know he's just the i think the first time it was the first time i ever even ventured out into being on camera was i'm um, just going on his show just to to talk kind mm-hmm. of and then he invited me on some series we came up with the idea of talking about under the banner of heaven and then it just kind of all went from there so again these are all very good friends we mentioned devays i mean yeah no i miss i miss with devays i was in washington and just was getting to go to breakfast with That's him so yeah and then BYP again. And just, great friend BYP. We really love Gary. We love yeah. him. We've gone to his house several times. He's invited us if the apocalypse does happen to actually come and set up a tent yes, in his backyard. Yes. We have really a place fun. to go. I say that my husband, who who does the thumbnails, I don't know if people know that, um, he's become great friends with BYP. Like yeah. they're kind of like soulmates in a way. It's really <laughs> like the last time we went out to dinner with BYP, it was like the rest of us were all talking and then my yeah. husband and BYP were off in their own world. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. So, so yeah. So we again, we can't possibly mention everybody, um, but we just like to say thank you for a whole year. And I think, um, oh, and how could I forget RFM? Oh my gosh, it's because on my paper, <laughs> it's, it's because on my paper his initials are so small. Right? Yes. Everybody else is going, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I have to say RFM is probably, he is incredibly supportive and I pester him all the time with texts about things like, what about this? Have you seen this? What's your take on this? Especially anything to do well, legally, right? Sh- sharing ideas is the biggest yeah, thing. Uh, you, you'll bounce things and what did you just see happen? And yeah, it is nice that when we say, can we do this? That there's a, someone with a law um, exactly. background that we yeah. can, uh, can we talk about this and send that to and say, yeah. you know, how do we do this? So. Yeah, no. So he's absolutely one of our favorite collaborators. And and I'll just say this. I, I said the best for last. Should I redeem myself? Like that? Yes. I know I'm going to hear about this. Oh my God. <laughs> can we retake? Can we yeah. like start over? <laughs> you know, RFM, you know. Um. Anyway, and then um. just, you know, it's, I think our hundredth episode is going to be coming up, depending on where we air this. When, this, when we air this in one or two, yeah, which depends is, how many crazy things Tim Ballard does between now and then. So how many? Oh my gosh! But, no, but I know. I feel like I feel like we're reading through all the stuff, so you don't have to. You right. know, I mean, you may not want to sit down. The latest amendment complaint was two hundred and forty-eight pages. Yeah. So. <laughs> So we're going to take, I think Mormonish, we try to take the angle of taking little bite-sized pieces of things. Mm-hmm. We'll take one part of it and focus on it just so if somebody says, well, what was up with that one letter? They can say, oh, Mormonish did just that, you yeah. know? So to me, I think that's that's kind of our sweet spot. We're not going to tackle, you know, the giant thing that maybe will be on a six-hour Mormon stories or maybe a few hour long, you know, legal RFM. We're not in. lawyers. But no, so not we, at all. We give the common man perspective. <laughs> 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 us at all, right? That's right. And with that, 
<laughs> no, let's hold up the cake again. Let's hold up the cake one more time. Our discount cake. Discount cake. We just want to thank everybody so much. And we're hoping for another great year um, going forward with Mormonish. So thank you, everybody. Thank Thanks you. so much. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Mormonish. We really appreciate our listeners and would love to hear from you if you have a story you'd like to share. You can email us at mormonishpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, mormonishpodcast.org. And don't forget to look for us on YouTube and like and subscribe. Keep joyful, everybody.